welcome to the Good Bones Real Estate Investing Podcast, where building a thriving real estate investing business has less to do with subway tile and shiplap and everything to do with whether you've laid a solid foundation to support the life of your dreams. I'm your real estate lawyer turned legal educator host, Bonnie Galam. In my years building a multi-million dollar real estate portfolio, the most important lesson I've learned is that being a successful real estate investor isn't about secret strategies or ninja tactics. It's about doing the basic stuff right and staying laser focused. If you're an ambitious real estate investor or one in the making who's looking to build a real estate portfolio that's secure, streamlined, and creates a life you love, you're in the right place. Each week here on the show, you'll get clear, actionable, step-by-step strategies to help you build your real estate business and some tough love along the way to make sure you're not building a house of cards. Let's get started. Hey there, and welcome to this week's episode of the Good Bones Real Estate Investing Podcast. It is a bit later than I normally record these episodes. It's Saturday evening, and I was planning on releasing a different episode this week, but Landlord Law School is still not complete, and so that episode had to go on the back burner. And to be honest, I was really kind of embarrassed and frustrated that the course just isn't quite ready uh, to be announced formally and to be available for purchase. But, um, and I wasn't going to show up because of that. I didn't want to show up this week. And then I was reminded of the task, the, what, what Jerry Seinfeld does to make sure that he stays funny and stays focused and that's that he writes one joke every single day and it doesn't have to be good and it doesn't have to be the best joke ever but he does it every single day and he has a big calendar and he makes a big x with i think it's a red sharpie on each day that he writes a joke and you're you're not supposed to break the chain and if you have ever gone down deep into the rabbit hole of habit building then you know this whole concept of not breaking the chain is that there's this visual aspect that you have done something over and over again. And when you do it enough times that there's this pain of seeing the chain being broken and having to start all over again. And so I've, I kind of feel that right now. And so I'm going to show up even though it's, it's a bit imperfect. And cause I wanted to talk with you guys. I've had something else on my mind about dealing with tenants and of course it's Murphy's Law. I try to go to record this and I'm at home and I don't have my whole setup that I have at the office. And so I'm trying to record this on my AirPods and didn't quite work with GarageBand. And so now I'm recording this as a voice memo on my phone because I'm dead set on continuing to show up because I think there's a lesson for myself and maybe for you guys in just showing up imperfectly for something that matters. And this podcast matters to me and in ways way beyond just my business. It's it's a place where I want to have conversations in the real estate investing space that I just, I didn't see were happening anywhere. And so one thing that I, I kind of thought about this week is the tenant intake process and how there's there's so much discussion out there about how to vet your, you know, your applicants, are you running your credit scores, are you doing background checks, are there evictions in their history, you know, what's their income to rent ratio, all of that stuff. But there's, there's one question that I know that every other business owner asks their customers, and I don't think we really think about as real estate investors. And it's something that I know I want to start implementing into our real estate investing business, because it's an important metric, and I believe so strongly that what gets 
measured, gets managed. And that's a big reason why I love the use of property management softwares and other project management softwares where there is some sort of data collection of what's going on, be it rents or vacancies. And so you can see really fundamentally what's going on in your business. But a non, I'll say, quantitative thing that we need to be tracking in our real estate investing businesses is where our tenants are coming from. Do you have on your rental application? How did you hear about us? How did you find this property? Because I think that's an important metric. And I think over time, we'll be able to see where is it worth us putting our marketing dollars? Where are we getting the best tenants from? Because whether it's from Zillow or Craigslist or Facebook Marketplace or word of mouth or a tenant referral, it's important to know where our tenants are coming from for good and for bad and that we can double down on those efforts. I I think that most of us have experienced that when we deal with many businesses, they, they ask us, how did you hear about us? And sometimes that's, you know, even when you go to purchase a product like an app or something, they ask, hey, how did you hear about this newsletter? Hey, how did you find our website? And if you answer that, maybe you'll get like 10% off or something. And us as landlords, we, we can't offer that to our tenants per se. But I think that it's a easy softball question, even as you're showing the apartments to people for rent, even before we even hit the, the actual application, <clears throat> which may be more in-depth into those you know more economic factors of letting someone be your tenant is this sense of what marketing is working for us and i think it's a little bit different because when we are doing lead gen for actually acquiring properties it's much more obvious you know how you found this property you know which wholesaler gave it to you or you found it on mls or if someone calls you back from a direct mail campaign you know where that property came from. But on the other side of our business, it's important to think about the tenant relationship and what sorts of marketing are working there because it's not all about property acquisition. And I think that when we look at tenant acquisition as a business system as opposed to just like a rote task that happens to you know get a person in a property, that there can be a lot more strategy around this. I'm really interested in the concepts around lean businesses. And if you're unfamiliar with lean or Six Sigma, I think it's a conversation I'm going to have in some future podcasts. But a big part of lean philosophy is about measuring and tracking and reducing waste and reducing cycle times. And so From a landlord's perspective, reducing waste may be not putting marketing dollars to places that have never generated us a tenant. And reducing cycle time is obviously reducing vacancy. We want to minimize those things. And so when we take a strategic approach and we can fix that from just asking a simple question and then tracking it somewhere, whether it's just in, you know, a Google form or an Excel spreadsheet or somewhere in your your property management software, then we can start building out systems and building out strategies and getting really clear on the dollars that we're putting out to make sure that we're getting the best ROI. And so this is just a short, sweet, showing up little podcast about tracking and asking the questions that 
other businesses are, but we need to start implementing those types of policies and practices into our investing businesses. And so I'm probably falling asleep right now. I apologize if I'm going off on a rant. But I was thinking about this in the the car ride the other day, and I was like, you know what? I need to show up. I need to show up because it matters. It matters to me a lot that I continue to show up, and I don't break this chain of posting one episode every week. And so, yeah, that means that now at 10 o'clock on Saturday night, I'm going to be hitting up my garage band to, you know, get this episode out to you guys. And I hope you found some value in it. If you did, I'd love for you to give me a five-star review hit subscribe. I'm, you know, committed to showing up for you guys. And I appreciate all of your uh, feedback, all the listenership. It has kind of blown me away over the past month, you know, seeing the metrics back on my end. I know that it's, you know, more than just my mom listening to me. And so that's, that's really exciting. And it's very special. And I love having you all in my community. And I, I look forward to delivering a more high quality, more polished product, you know, in future weeks. But sometimes it's just important to show up no matter how uh, rough it may seem when it's on your AirPods recording as a voice note on your iPhone. And with that, good night, and I'll talk with you guys again soon. If you want to continue the conversation, jump on over to the free Good Bones Real Estate Investing Facebook group. That's it for this episode of the Good Bones Real Estate Investing Podcast. I'll see you here next week, same time, same place. Until then, go out and build the real estate empire of your dreams. Thank you for listening to the Good Bones Real Estate Investing Podcast. Make sure you're subscribed on your favorite podcast player to make sure you don't miss out on any future episodes. Now this lawyer's got to drop the fine print real quick. This podcast is educational and not intended to be legal tax or investing advice for you. Please speak with a local professional for specific advice unique to you and your situation. That's it for this episode. Bye for now.